Welcome to the Here to Evolve podcast. I'm Josh. And I'm Alessandra. And in this podcast, we take topics from both health and fitness, as well as the business side of things. We run two businesses, SD Evolution and Fit Coach Pro, and have a pretty unique perspective because we've had a lot of success, but we are not quite at the top of the food chain yet. Our mission is to help break down these topics so you can learn in an easy to digest manner and apply them into your daily life. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different in being that it's not necessarily about health and fitness or business. Uh, it's certainly applicable, um, but it's not directly in that regard, but it is a mindset. So the other day we were having a conversation and you said something along the lines of would be nice, but we can't, or I can't, or something like that. What I really want to know what I was talking about. What was it? Uh, it was about instead of going to New York this weekend, having the team fly down to Delray again, I didn't concept. say that. It you, was not the me. The words out of your mouth because it triggered this podcast idea the moment you said it. Or yeah, that'd be nice, but it's not going to happen. Couldn't do it. Can't do not it. Not because of me not wanting to, because of the other people in our lives that we need to go. It doesn't matter. The first words out of your mouth were along the lines of, we can't. Okay. Would be nice, but we can't. Anyway. And this is a trap we all fall into in everything. So it's, if you take, let's just back step, back step a little bit. If you just take that phrase in that moment, why can't we? Just in, in that situation, your immediate thought was, we can't. Why? Because what I just said, the people who we needed to come with us would not be able to go. They wouldn't be able to go? No. You knew that for a fact? Yes, because they have spouses who have normal jobs. For a weekend. You're saying it's impossible for that to have happened on a weekend. Yeah, that's what I thought because of... What you thought. Did you know it for sure? No. Didn't know for sure. I was about 98.2% confident. Okay, well, that's what the entire world is when they say that I can't. I'm 98.2% confident. But the reason we've done anything in business, in fitness, in life is because we haven't accepted the I can't just as a general mantra. And I think I've beaten this into you a little bit. since. I will fly to Florida right now, by the way, just to prove to you that I can and I will. Do you want me well, to now, go? Well, now we literally can't because we have to. <laughs> Do you want me to go? <laughs> Point being... We get stuck in this mindset. We get stuck in this mantra of I can't. We tell ourselves I can't all day. I can't start the new business. I can't start getting in shape. I can't start blah de fucking blah. And it's a false narrative. If we really wanted to push the agenda and, and bring it to them, you know, it's a little different when you're talking about groups of people. So that's clearly a different scenario. But it did spark this conversation because I would say the same thing to them. Well, you say you can't, but but why can't you? You have the financial means. You were already planning on us being there for the weekend. So you can, it just seems like a bigger to-do than it is. And the last trip we took to Florida was literally just checked baggage. We woke up, we got on a plane, we blinked, we were there. We woke up from there, packed our bags, blinked, we were back in Connecticut. It was the easiest trip we may have ever taken. Thank you, JetBlue. First uh, flight that we've enjoyed in a very long time. Um, but it wasn't difficult. It might seem that difficult. Oh, there's this big to-do to make something happen. But it's really not. I agree. I think that it definitely that trip specifically definitely opened up our eyes to wanting to travel more and being like, okay, this isn't as stressful of an experience as we make it out to be. Um, and I know just in this example too, in the past, like you've dealt with travel anxiety, leaving the dogs, flying, not feeling your best, and you did that trip at a time where you're in the midst of like your intense gut health protocol and it was yeah there were times where you didn't feel great but overall it was a great trip so I think 
being that your point that you're trying to make here is that you have to believe that you can if you want to do anything, whether it's in business, fitness, or life. Many, many summers ago, um, I was working with my dad. He, my whole family is carpenters, they're builders. Um, I didn't necessarily love what we did. It's great working with family. Like it was me, my brother, my dad, my uncles on a lot of jobs, which is very fun just being all together. I did not enjoy building things in the middle of a polar vortex, uh, getting back from San Diego on one trip. It's, it's a huge shock to the system and it's not enjoyable work a lot of the time. I had told myself from a very, very young, like I've been thinking about entrepreneurship since like probably middle school. Always wanted to work for myself because my dad worked for himself and you know, he sets the rules, he sets the time, yada, yada, yada. But I also knew I wanted to do what I loved and that continued to evolve. So it went from working for myself to, you know, doing something for myself in the health and fitness space, going to school for marketing so I could continue to evolve and do this in, in different areas and eventually evolved to, well, I don't just want to work all the time and I don't want to be away from home all the time. I don't, I don't want my kids growing up in daycare. So now I want to work for myself. I want to work for myself in the health and fitness industry. And I want to do so from home. Like, I don't know what that looks like, but I want to work from home. I want to be able to do things, whether it's training people or, you know, programs online, whatever it is. I want to do that from home so I can be home with my kids. So I can raise my kids. We're not wasting money on someone else raising my kids. And I never see them and I come home and we're just working for 95% of our lives. That happened because I never settled for I can't. I never settled for something that someone else deemed unrealistic. And I think that we fall into this trap a lot from something as big as what you're going to do for the rest of your life to something as small as can we swing a vacation this weekend? Can we swing a quick trip? Can we go do something fun? We just tell ourselves these stories that are just not real. There are no real excuses. And I think in that example of you know why we started our business and why we never really settled for less, it's not that there weren't struggles along the way because... We started our business in 2014. We both quit our full-time jobs at 24-Hour Fitness and were full-time for ourselves at that point out in San Diego. And when we moved home, we had to both get other jobs to make ends meet. So it was like one step forward, two steps back. But we never lost sight of that end game, of that end goal of being home, running our business, being with our kids. And that's what kept us going. And it wasn't like we got those jobs to get by and we would come home and work on that stay evolution from 5 to 10, 11 p.m. sometimes just in our free time. Like that was what our lives were for a long time. And then it got to the point where we were able to then leave our jobs again. And that's what we've been doing since since then. That was in 2017. And We've been full-time at home since then. So when we're talking about this stuff and when we're saying that you have to want it and you have to believe in it, it doesn't mean that there's not going to be struggle and challenges and setbacks. It just means that you can't lose sight of what you want that end goal to be. Keep in mind, too, going back to San Diego, that brief period of life, we were living in a three-bedroom apartment with five people. We were sharing a car. We were making just enough money to eat and stay in that apartment and just go to the beach. There, was, there were no paid activities. There were no extracurriculars. The very occasional dinner out. Um, it was an expensive place to live, and we were not making very much money, especially doing that and taping, taking the leap of faith. So 
we're both very blessed to have families that are extremely supportive. I know a lot of other people are not in that same situation, but already barely making ends meet working for this, you know, corporate gym. They found out about the boot camps we were doing, gave us the ultimatum of you either quit or, you know, you can't work here anymore. We had a conversation over the, that weekend with our parents, like, hey, this is the deal. Like, this is what we want to do, but, you know, we're not making enough money to, to live or whatever. And they both, you know, both sides are like, hey, you know, this is an opportunity you may never have again. Like, if you believe in it, this is what you want to do. Like, what's the risk? What's the worst that could happen at this point? So we took a leap of faith. Not making... to mention, at that point, Josh and I had only known each other for three months. So our parents were like, you're moving. At least my parents were like, you're moving across the country. You're quitting the job that you got like two weeks ago and starting a business with this guy you met three months ago. But for some... Your parents are insane. <laughs> now that you're having a daughter, would like, can you put Absolutely yourself... Absolutely not. I'm going to have a conversation with Frank about this. That's <laughs> fucked up. Um, but... What I was going to say is like they sort of just trusted you from the beginning, like without even knowing you, like they could just why. tell you were a good guy. And I mean, you could just I mean, you could just tell like you were always looking out for me. You didn't let me um, stay in an apartment with two other people that I was living with at the time where I was miserable. Like you just were a good human. And I think they saw that. So, um yeah, I just wanted to throw that in there because it's funny. It's fucking nuts. Um, but yeah, I mean, we were crazy looking back on it, but that was like the moment of truth where it was like you either fall or you fly. And we flew a little bit um, and we flew our way back to Connecticut, yeah, which... Polar fucking vortex, <laughs> negative 17, building a house. And it was a hard time. Like he, you were working, you started working with your dad, but then you got a job working a typical nine to five where you had to put on a suit every day and go to work doing something that you really didn't love to do. Um, and that was really hard. I remember on you and on us, cause it was like, we barely saw each other. And then when you came home, it was like, we were answering client check-ins and like doing our work that we were just kind of creating of what we wanted SD Evolution to be. So it was just like, it was a hard time and it wasn't all sunshine and rainbows and butterflies, but it, that hard time allowed us to get to where we are today. And I think a lot of people, a lot of fellow uh, entrepreneurs, and maybe a lot of you who are just starting off in this space as an online coach or as a business owner, you might look at us and think like, oh, like must be nice to have all of that with the sauna, the the garage gym, the the house, the farmhouse. Um, but we've worked our butts off to get here and it was really just never we got here because we never lost sight of what we wanted that end goal to be. So it really comes down to, you know, how bad do you want it? You say I can't do something. Well, do you actually want to do it? Start with that question. And if you do, that doesn't mean you're not going to struggle. So obviously we had our struggle city, but we made this something that was important to us. And even, you know, the nine to five job I was doing, I was on the fast track to climbing the ladder very quickly and making a lot of money doing something I really didn't like. So from the perspective of not making money and wanting to be involved in what we're doing now to making more money and on the fast track to make a lot of money to still wanting to do what we are doing now. And then again, taking that back seat, jumping off that when we had enough clientele to do this part-time or sorry, full-time-ish, it's always been the dream. So when someone tells you that they that you can't or that's silly or that's whatever, in a bigger scenario, always understand that there are different levels to this and how bad you want it is gonna determine how deep you're gonna go to get it. Um, 
making this a little smaller scale, so not life-changing decisions, but scaling back to, I can't go on vacation. I can't start this program now. I can't do whatever. You need to go through this root cause analysis of why. You know, okay, so you can't do that, but why can't you do that? What's what's your biggest holdup? What's the biggest speed bump? What's the biggest hiccup to you being able to dive into that? You are going to have a very short list of actual reasons. You will have a lot of excuses that you can literally just draw your line through with a pen or erase it. You will have a very short list of reasons why you can't actually dive into those things. And honestly, like the approach I've always taken with this kind of stuff and maybe you agree I, I feel like I've always been this way is like I will just go and do the thing like when I see something like I'm usually the person that's like let's go to Maui or let's go do something and to get perspective though you like to throw shit at the wall and see what I actually put together in those situations <laughs> you will say anything and see what I'll actually do I'm just like I'm very go with the flow in that sense where I will I will do whatever like there's very little that you have brought to me that I'm like no absolutely not when it comes to like being spontaneous like that um, and like trips and all that. But I think you've definitely come around as more of the spontaneous person recently. And I I think you feel better. We're in a better place financially. Um, You know, there's obviously things that will hold you back. Like we're not saying that you should go out and just blow all your money and like be... Um, None of these have to do with financial. Like it doesn't have to be an I can't go spend this or do that. This is just life. Generally speaking, life. Um, If there's something you want to do, you can make it happen. And it might not happen right now. Like maybe, yeah, you can't pick up and go on a vacation this weekend. But what can you do? Can you take that same vacation three months from now and save up for it? Or, you know, take the time off work for it? So life is too short. It's way too short. And we really have to make time to do the things that make us happy, to do the things that we've always wanted to do. Lately, we've been talking about going to visit Italy. And ever since I was a little girl, my grandmother, who was born there and hasn't been back there since she was 11, I think, um, has talked about going to Italy and going back to Italy. And it's something that I really want to make happen with her and take her back there. Um, And it was actually Josh's idea to, to make this happen and start talking about it. But it's just like I'm sure you guys listening have things within your families that you always talk about and it just never seems to happen. But this is the push to really just start making those things happen because, like I said, life is short. We can't spend it just working our lives away and saving up for these things. And then, you know, life happens and you have to pay for your car breaking down or whatever it is. Like, do what you can to make the things happen that you want to do. Just don't wait to enjoy life. If you can't go on vacation, can you drive to your nearest beach? Can you have a picnic on the beach with the family? Can you go do a cold plunge in some waves? It's something like that. But it's not just these big things. It's it's not accepting less than you want. If, if you truly want something, if you truly want to do something, you truly want to heal from something, you can't just accept the answer that doesn't satisfy you. Going back to my Barrett's esophagus origin story, I was told I can't heal. I just have to manage. And I did not I was not enjoying life and I did not accept that as an answer. And this has been a decade long journey, but I finally feel like there's a light at the end of the tunnel. You know, we hired uh, Danielle Kepik. She's come on as a a, um, referred PA for SD Evolution. You know, our clients now have the opportunity to work with her. I have worked with her personally. Um, She, going through all of these gut health issues and GI issues that have, you know, come with Barrett's esophagus, 
I've never even heard of a GI map, which is not even that uncommon, I don't think. But my GI doctors just never brought that to me. That was the first thing she asked. We did it. We found some things. We're treating those things, a couple parasites, a massive uh, unbalanced uh, gut microbiome. I just have no good gut bacteria, which is insane to me considering that fiber is something I live by and the fiber diversity is something I live by. So that's something I never even would have guessed, but that is my reality. So just getting some concrete answers, treating them in a way that hasn't been fun, but we're seeing progress. And again, seeing that light at the end, the end of the tunnel, that only happens because I didn't accept my fate. I was told this by a professional, quote unquote, doctor. This is your life. This is what's going to happen. This is what we're going to do. Well, nope, that's bullshit. Here's what we're actually going to do. I'm going to keep digging. I don't care how long it takes. 10 years later, we finally have some sort of answer and some sort of actual progress. So it doesn't just have to be, oh, I want to go do all these fun things, but I don't have the money or, you know, anything along those lines. It can be little things as goals. I want to go run a marathon. Why the fuck can't you? Right. You Even when it comes to your fitness goals, if there's something that you look at someone else doing and you're like, oh, I wish I could do that. Or you can. You can, you can do that. You have all of the tools, especially today with the internet and access to just unlimited information. You can make anything happen, anything. And it just comes down to actually believing you can do it. And I think fear is what holds most of us back when it comes to either making the big decision or the little ones. And you have to just put that fear aside and Remind yourself that you are capable, just as capable as that person doing it. So we're not going to beat a dead horse with this uh, episode. We just wanted to kind of bring this out. It was a conversation we had. It sparked it. And I thought this was a great mindset conversation to bring to you all. So don't accept the status quo. If you are not happy with where you're at, there is no reason why you cannot improve your situation. If there is something that you want to go do, there is no reason you cannot go do it. If you want to see the proof, write down your list. Be completely objective as far as what's an excuse and what's a real reason. And hold yourself accountable. Only you can can decide what you want for this life. So we'll leave it there, guys. Where can they find you? I'm at Alessandra Skutnik. I'm at Josh Skutnik. Everything else is linked in the show notes.